This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Speaking of surprises, I was surprised that Duke only beat Notre Dame by four. Was that a one-point game late? Brett Friedlander, Saturday Roads ACC columnist. Was that a one-point game in the closing minutes against a terrible Notre Dame team? It was, in fact, a one-point game until uh, Mark Mitchell knocked down a three from the corner in front of the Duke bench. And, you know, while Notre Dame's record is terrible, I'm still scratching my head as to why that team is so terrible. Okay. Because they've got some talent. Uh, Lashinsky's a really, you know, a, a good player. Sure. Uh, Cormac Ryan and, and Dane Goodman, like, he scored 17 straight points at one point last night. And they're all fifth-year seniors. I, and they're coached by Mike Bray, so I have no idea why they're so bad. But they gave Duke a tussle last night. There is no doubt about that. Um, I, w- I think I was probably more, or I would have been more concerned about Duke's offense to only score, what, 68 points on Notre Dame. And maybe, I don't know, maybe sometimes you look at the opponent and the opponent doesn't scare you and you're not on top of your game as a result. Would that be fair? Yes, I got the feeling that when Duke got up by like 12 points with maybe about 10 minutes to go, they right. kind of took their foot off the accelerator. It was like, okay, we got this done, and let's let's just go on to the next. And, you know, it's interesting because Coach K was there last night for the first time right. since his retirement. And uh, you, know, you would think that they would have been really jacked up to put on a show. but uh, and, you know, and give Notre Dame credit, too, because they locked down a little bit on defense, and, and Duke did not have its best shooting night. But, uh, hey, listen, they don't they – don't, it's like a golf scorecard. It doesn't include pictures. The one <laughs> loss record just has numbers, and this one goes into the win column. Well, let's be happy that it didn't include pictures last yeah. night. Now, I don't know this, but I guess that Coach K was there because of Mike Bray. I'm, I mean, that's a pretty uh, fair, educated – guess I mean I know he hasn't been there for games but he's obviously been involved uh, at least as an advisor to John Shire no yes and John actually made reference to that in his post game yesterday that he's he's been a you know a guy that he could lean on and 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 get some counsel from I I assume that they talk all the time on the phone uh, if not in person Uh, but yes uh, Mike Bray was the reason he was there you know Krzyzewski made a point when he retired, that he wasn't going to be sitting right over Shire's shoulder and, and kind of have that, that specter looming uh, the way uh, Dean Smith didn't after he retired with Guthridge. Um, obviously, Roy has done a completely different way, yes. but uh, but I, I would not be shocked to see Kay there again from time to time. I think that, that, that John Shire kind of really enjoyed it. The fans really enjoyed it. I think Kay really enjoyed it. My favorite thing about last night with Kay was how Mickey was kind of pointing out things to him like that they do during the timeout, like with the uh, with the devils surfing, right? You know, because he never <laughs> saw any of that because he was busy in 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 huddles, and she was kind of Mickey explaining everything to him <laughs> as it was going along. It was very kind of cute. Fred Friedlander, Saturday Roads ACC columnist, is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Uh, look, they got to win. It's a. I think it was a quad four win, which there are too many quad four wins. So I'm going to ask you to put your, because uh, you are the ACC columnist. 
We've got too many quad four games in this league. What are your thoughts on how that impacts the league as a whole? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. It, let's put it this way. As long as you win those games, you're okay. The, you don't want to lose them, and Clemson's got a couple of those losses, so uh, that's really uh, working against them. But listen, there are, there are some uh, as many quad one opportunities as there are quad four. I mean, look at UNC. They still have three left. They've got one Sunday against uh, NC State at PNC. They've got Virginia, and they've got Duke left. So, you know... There are opportunities. You just don't want to – you do want to take advantage of the quad ones. You just don't want to fall in those quad three and four games because those are going to really bite you, And especially if you're on the bubble. And, boy, the Tar Heels are squarely on it now. Yeah, uh, Tar Heels. I don't think State's on it, but, you know, no. you still have to win a couple of, you know, two or three of these games coming up. Uh, right now, Duke isn't a quad one game. It's a quad two game. Because right now there are only Miami got to number 30. So there are two home court quad one opportunities in the entire league. And I feel for Virginia. You can't play a quad one game at home, Virginia. Sorry. There's only Miami. Especially with the remaining schedule that they have because they've got Louisville twice. They've got Notre Dame and Boston College remaining on their schedule. Well, I think the cake is already baked for Virginia in terms of where they profile uh, nationally. But the other part of this... Brett, is that when you've got all of these, and, and there's some, some historically bad teams here. Mm. I can't remember the last time I saw a three and twenty-two as an overall record uh, in the in the league. I mean, Mike, we might go back to like early Wake Forest teams, like Bob, or Bob Stack Wade. or Bob Wade. Oh God, um, <laughs> I covered that team too. By the way, it was yeah, I was I, you 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 and I both um, look the. It brings down, it drags down the overall, all of these rating n- numbers. Mm-hmm. It Because every time you play that ga- game, you could win it and drop in the rankings. Uh, because true. there's so many bad teams. We have f- basically f- three teams, it's really five teams that are rated 190th and, and lower. That That has to be bad. Yeah, it is bad. And you know what's really bad? What, what makes it even worse is that one of the teams that is that bad is a brand name. Is is I mean, Louisville has been a blue blood. Yeah. And to see what is happening with that program is really sad. I mean, for the ACC, but just for the program. I mean, for the fans, it's, I mean, yeah, Chris Mack did a really bad job there uh their administration really really yeah. you know threw that program into to the you know to the dumpster but you know Kenny Payne is was listen he may end up being a great choice he may end up being a good coach in the long run 
but he was the absolute wrong guy at the wrong time for that program. They didn't need a first-year coach learning on the job there. They needed somebody to come in there and clean up that mess. And, you know, I don't know if Kenny's the guy to do it. And I kind of feel bad for him because it's, it's, it's a situation that's way over his head. Yeah, and I'll even go down to uh, one of his best assistants, Nolan Smith, who is going to where his dad was a star yeah. And you know that Nolan, I mean, loves that program. I hope it works out for him. I hope they give them a chance to fight their way out of it. I don't know, but I agree. The, the fact that Kenny is a legacy, I think, is going to help. Because if he was somebody from the outside, they may have a shorter leash. No, there's no question about it. All right. Uh, give me your, uh, I, you, you, you are wearing a hat. So good. Uh, <laughs> I just looked up at the screen, and there's Brett Friedlander wearing a hat from Saturday Road. Uh, it's a big game on Sunday at PNC mm-hmm. Arena between the Wolfpack and the Tar Heels. I think it's a big game for both yep. based on uh, perception, based on positioning. Carolina might need it a little bit more than State does, but I think State needs it a lot. How do you see this? Yes, because, listen, State's got 20 wins, all right, and they've got 10 ACC wins. But just remember, Wake Forest last year had 23 and didn't get into the tournament. So, yeah. The, the Wolfpack really does need to finish strong. Um, listen, here's what I want to see. I want to see from UNC. I want to see the, uh, the the Tar Heels from the Clemson game as opposed to the the um, uh, Miami game. But for NC State, I want to see a focused, uh, level-headed team that isn't getting in it carried away by either the rivalry or what happened in Chapel Hill because it's going to be a really, really nasty atmosphere. There's going to be a lot of venom in that, uh, in that arena, and I want to see the team put that out of its mind. I want to see them kind of let that stay in the stands because, you know, you can get too torqued up and you can just play yourself right into a bad game. So let's see what Kevin Keats does in keeping that team on an even keel and being ready and playing the game that they play. If they can get into an up-and-down game and, and, and cause turnovers and, and get in transition – and I think they can do to Carolina what they did to Duke. We'll see. No, I, I think the, 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 big, the, big, the big thing is can you con- contain Baycott because they couldn't the last time. No, they couldn't. They hope maybe they'll have more, I don't know, uh, more options defensively against him. I don't, look, to me, it's about denying the ball to him more than anything else. Because yeah. if he gets it, he's going to score. So you have to, I think you deny the ball by pressuring the perimeter. Let's see if they do that. Uh if they get back to playing the half court defense they were playing, mm-hmm. you know, 2 weeks ago, 3 weeks ago, then I think NC State will be fine in the game and going forward. And I love their backcourt. I think they can really impose a lot of problems on UNC with the three-headed monster of Joiner uh who they wasted a triple double last night. Uh <laughs> You know, Terquavian Smith and Casey Morsell, the one for nine shooting, no bueno, but I have no I have no problem uh with Morsell shooting that much. He's a good player. Um do you can you can you see State finishing in the top four in the league? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're only one game out of the top four right now. Here's something to think about though. I would not be shocked if Keats decides to double team uh Baycott. Because if you remember the pit game, they did it, they did it to him a lot. And right. He panicked and he, he, he turned the ball over, especially in a big situation. Clemson did it to a certain extent. But um, I, I think that double teaming him and taking your chances with Love and Davis, you know, not making threes, I, I think may be a way that they go, at least maybe at times. Yeah, this is the kind of a game, though, where Caleb Love shows up. 
He, he <laughs> the the brighter the lights, uh, he has he has proven to be a better player. Um, and this is a bright lights game. Yep. This is a bright lights game for UNC. Uh, I appreciate your time, Brett Friedler and Brett Brett Friedlander from Saturday Road ACC columnist, sir. I will talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.